Hello to our listeners. I'd like to welcome you to this episode of BeWise, a podcast series sponsored by BeSwift focused on business learning. This is your host, Don Garlitz, Senior Vice President of Partnerships with BeSwift. And I'm joined today by my co-host, Sharon Morrissey, who is involved in business development for BeSwift. Sharon, will you uh, tell our listeners something about our focus this season? Yeah, absolutely, Don. So in our first season of BeWise, we are looking specifically at what has created success for top business leaders, and we're really hoping to glean some key insights into how to be more effective in business. Fantastic. Well, to that end, then, uh, I'd like to welcome today's special guest, Jamie Hawkins, who is the founder and CEO of Benefit Technology Resources, also known to clients and friends as BTR. Uh, welcome, Jamie. How you doing? Good. Thank you, Don and Sharon, for having me. I'm looking forward to chatting with you today. Fantastic. Okay, well, let me first start us with um, an overview uh, for our listeners to understand uh, who, who BTR is and what you guys do. So there's really two divisions at BTR. The first is a human resource consulting uh, practice where BTR helps employers find, implement, and manage a variety of software solutions related to human capital management, benefits administration, you know, human resource information systems, payroll, timekeeping, talent, performance management, onboarding. So there's a broad swath of technologies that employers need to achieve high levels of efficiency. And not surprisingly, employers need help to determine which types of solutions will meet their needs and also which specific solutions will deliver as expected. So that's the consulting side of the practice at BTR. And then the second piece of the business over there is that uh, BTR actually deploys and supports benefits administration software to employer clients. So frequently working hand in hand with employee benefit consultants and brokers to meet the benefits administration or Ben admin needs of their clients. So that's the that's the high level of what BTR is and what they do. So Jamie, to get us started today, we'd like to have you help us understand a little bit about how you got into the benefits industry initially. Absolutely. What's kind of interesting is I've grown up in various aspects of this industry. While I was in college, I started working for Northwestern Mutual. Uh, I then went on to work for a carrier, uh, was on the broker side before getting into HR tech. And I worked for an HR tech provider for about 10 years before launching BTR. Um, so I've seen this from, I think, from different aspects, how technology can impact um, the employer, the broker, um, and certainly the provider. And I think that's helped us get where we are today. Great. That's very helpful. Thank you. And I think there's uh, some additional background we want to explore uh, as we yeah. go along here uh, in, in terms of other things that you've done in the industry. But what do you think has inspired you to found BTR? Uh, Don, I was at the prior technology company that I was working for. Um, we were supporting brokers and employers, and uh, that company went through two acquisitions. And about that time, I had several of the brokers that I had worked with for about 10 years come to me and say, Jamie, we are spending so much money on technology, but we aren't executing very well can you consult for us and help us figure this out? And that was really when I had the, the idea of starting BTR and trying to figure out how we could 
support the broker through this change that was going on in the industry where they were really expected to uh, know a lot more about technology and be able to execute it on behalf of their clients. That was where it all started. Well, that's great. You know, it is a great deal of work to start a business and, uh, you know, it's, there's risk involved. And, and so um, I'm wondering for our listeners who, who may have an entrepreneurial idea in their heads, what advice would you give to an entrepreneur that's looking to launch a new business? I think the two things that have been the, the biggest impact for me in starting BTR, one is to have a strong business plan and to modify that plan. If you're doing something and it isn't working or it doesn't make sense, going back to the plan, thinking through it, modifying it, and redeploying it based on the changes that need to be made. I think the second thing, and this has probably been um, more important to me in my life here at BTR and building the company, has been having an executive coach. Um, I have worked with someone for about four years, and she has changed my life, helping to keep me focused and hold me accountable. Um, we all tend to kind of slip back into ways and processes that we're comfortable with, um, and it sometimes is more of a challenge to change things you're doing. So that's been um, a real game changer for me. And now even some of our leadership team uh, is coaching with her, which has been uh, a tremendous dynamic for us here at BTR. You know, I love that, Jamie. You know, it's just, a, uh, I guess, a, a reinforcement to, to many people out there to understand that what it takes to be a successful business leader doesn't always come naturally. <laughs> and, no, uh, it doesn't. It, you know, it does help to have uh, someone to – to lean on to give you some advice uh, from time to time, and it sounds like that's what your executive coach has done for you. Yeah, she's been a tremendous asset for me and, like I said, for the whole BTR team. When we encounter something that um, we're struggling to try to find out the right path forward, having that outside independent view from someone who's been there and done that has been tremendous. Wow, that's incredible, and it's so you know, great to hear you say that, that it's okay to reach out to, you know, a coach or a mentor for advice as you're taking the turns that your business is taking. Now, before you founded BTR, it looks like you held a couple of sales roles um, and, and sales can be a challenging role, certainly. So what are some of the best, biggest lessons that you learned during your sales career? Um, a, a prior mentor really, I would say, beat me over the head. That's probably too strong of wording, but was very, um, I think, forceful in saying, listen to the customer and, and stop talking. Just listen to what they're saying. Listen to their challenges. And if you listen with an intent to understand and not respond, the outcome of that conversation will be a whole lot better and more productive. So I think that's it. I, I've really had to hone my listening skills, and it's frankly something that we still practice here at BTR. We talk about all the time the importance of doing that. Right. It's so important. You know, salespeople are so excited to get out and deliver a message and sell, but 
certainly listening is the first step in in closing a sale because you know it's it's crucial to understand where your product or service fits. So that sounds like great advice and is certainly something that seems that you guys have been using at BTR. Absolutely. Hey, Jamie, so I know that you just promoted Kate Taylor to president and chief operating officer there at BTR, a well-deserved promotion, by the way. She's fantastic. Um, so I'm wondering if you could help our listeners understand a little bit about what you've done to develop talent and help people to grow to the next level of their career within your organization. Yes, absolutely. Be happy to talk a little bit about that. So we are firm believers that growing talent from within is always the best choice if if that talent is there and it's some advancement that they are interested in. So with our team, we have very frequent touch base um, calls. For some team members, um, the calls are every week with their leader. Um, others, it may be every couple of weeks, but those frequent touch base calls really help the leadership team understand where that team member is today, what are their passions, what are their interests, and what are their career goals. Um, Because we really need to know that as we manage that person independently, but also the team as a whole. BTR is very team-driven. We really don't have roles that are uh, isolated and um, work, you know, uh, some person's off on a project, you know, just working on that project by themselves. We've really tried, um, as we've grown, to incorporate every facet of, um, I would say, let me think of the right, wor- right wording here, um, every, every working group within BTR, whether it's operations, or benefit administration or consulting, um, those teams work collaboratively and each role is defined and is supported by another role. And um, we've just found that it, it also provides a roadmap for a team member to see this is where I am today, but this is the position that I aspire to. And then uh, they work with leadership to really formalize that roadmap so that they clearly understand the steps involved. That has worked really well for us. That's that's great. And I would say, you know, the ongoing encouragement and coaching and teamwork counseling for your existing employees is is hugely important. Um, and as is hiring. And so how have you as an organization made sure that you're picking the right people in order to train them and mold them in the BTR way that you just described? You know, what is your hiring strategy? Great question. Most of our candidates come from referrals, Um, business partners, team members. That's really where we're sourcing our candidates from today. And we've been growing, um, I would say, at a good clip for the last eight years. Um, That growth has been significant. So staffing, team members, finding the right team members has always been a top priority for us. Um, the cultural fit is really important. Um, I know everyone says that, but we really believe it and drink the Kool-Aid. Um, our team members are involved in our culture. They help um, define that culture, and they help continue to improve it. 
um, and they understand that the right team and the right team members are really going to drive our success. So the leadership team is looking at this constantly. We're trying to figure out what steps do we need to take to evolve and improve our skills um, to promote that you know, culture and fit within the rest of the team. And I'll just tell you all, I love to read um, business books, strategy books, and there's a book that has probably been around for a while that I was just introduced to called Who, and it's about finding the right people to bring into an organization. Uh, it's by Jeff Smart and Randy Street, and its sole focus is on hiring that top 10% of talent and how to go through the hiring process in uh, in the right way, in a in a constructive way, where you really get to know that person. Uh, and I've very much enjoyed that book, and I've got some of the uh, leadership team reading that as well right now. Very cool, Jamie. That's uh, that's a great suggestion. I'll have to check into that one. I have not read it myself, but um, sounds like another one of those instances where you're looking for some help from the outside to help you figure out what, how to you know how to succeed as a company. Um, you know, you, you mentioned culture a couple of times there. I want to dig into that a little bit more and ask, you know, there's a, obviously a growing trend in the market today of more and more companies beginning to adopt remote work days and remote workforces to some degree. Um, you know, something that's relatively unique about BTR is you're almost entirely remote. I mean, basically all your people are remote. I'm wondering if you can comment on why did you decide to go with a remote workforce, number one, and number two, um, how are you maintaining that company culture when everybody's spread out all over the place? Yeah, I'll tell you, it, it hasn't been easy, but it has definitely worked for us. Um, our corporate office is in Tampa, and while, while we do have a significant concentration of talent in Tampa, what we realized as we were growing was that good people were all over the place. And talent in our industry is hard to find. You all know that. When you find someone that meets the need of the organization, really no matter where they are, we decided that we would hire them if they were the right fit for the position. Um, so that caused us to build the company differently, probably than a, a company that is solely bricks and mortar. We had to have a very engaged team that um, wasn't afraid to pick up the phone and, and call someone or, or jump on a webinar if they weren't understanding something. And we've continued to build as we can on that face-to-face -face interaction. So a couple things we do that are pretty fun here at BTR is we have webcam meetings where we'll have a happy hour and everybody's on webcam sitting at their desk having a, a Coke or an adult beverage, whatever they might want. And we just catch up with each other on our families, our children, uh, things going on in our lives outside of work. And it helps to foster that connection. Um, we also have a very competitive Halloween contest that Honestly, each year I am surprised at the lengths some of the team members will go uh, to to win this contest. We put some money behind it, and it's so much fun. Um, and then along the way, we have baby showers and different milestones that we celebrate 
as a team. Um, the other part of this is as we've grown, we do have a concentration of employees physically in Tampa Bay area, Orlando, Charleston, and Grand Rapids, uh, that they get together as teams, um, you know, at least once a quarter. Uh, and then the whole company comes together at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. So we've just found ways to augment um, not being able to walk into each other's office every day, and it's worked really well for us. I love that. I think it's such a healthy approach to – you know, getting to know your coworkers, even though the majority are remote. Um, and I think it's refreshing that you, you do have such a large remote population because that is, I mean, it is 2019 and that, that type of flexibility is so important to employees now. So I, I love the way that you all have approached that. And I am looking forward to seeing some of the photos from uh, this year's <laughs> Halloween competition. I've been waiting with bated breath, so I'm excited to see those. Um, you know, I'm always intrigued by successful people and what their, you know, personal habits and rituals are. And so I would love to know a little bit about what habits and rituals you have that contribute to your success. Sure. I, I think for me, a lot of it is about reflection and planning. Um, I am a morning person. I get up with my coffee in the morning and that's when I really have an opportunity to read some of the, the industry news happenings, um, you know, get on Twitter, get on LinkedIn and spend some time just checking out the updates that are there. And um, in my family and with my friends, I'm known as the chipper morning person that uh, I tend to drive everyone crazy because I just wake up with uh, a lot of energy and am ready to take on the day. So that's when I get the most done uh, really is in the morning. And I'm an early riser, so that helps. Um, I think as far as my my wind down at the end of the day, um, it, my ritual, again, is, is something that I enjoy. My husband and I typically take my uh, rescue shih tzu for a walk, and then we cook dinner together and just talk about the day. Um, he was in the insurance business and worked for many years with me here at BTR. He is now retired. But um, it's nice to have someone who knows um, what what I'm dealing with, some of the challenges that any business owner might face, and just have someone to kind of bounce ideas off of over dinner and a glass of wine. So that's um, something I look forward to. I love that. And I think there is something to having a spouse who you know, understands insurance. It is certainly a little bit of a different language, so I'm sure that's that's hugely helpful. Um, you know, aside from your, your puppy, what other passions do you have? You know, what, what motivates you day in and day out? You know, what in the end gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, I, I am a passionate fisherman and, um, my team knows there is a time in the spring that, um, I don't work on Fridays and I fish Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday. And um, it's kind of funny because wow. we all now gear up for it. They know, okay, Jamie's going on her relaxed work schedule. Uh, this is where we pick up for her, pick up the slack for her. And um, it motivates me all year because I think about 
that time and um, I'm working to have that time off and it's incredible having a team that supports me in that passion and knows that um, when that time comes in the spring, uh, they know where I am. So that's yeah. been really fun and rewarding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you have to have a little bit of a work-life balance, you know, and have something maybe outside of work that you can participate in and relax. And I love that. I would not have taken you as a fisher. So that's, that's really fun to hear. That is, that is super fun. And I, I love doing some fishing myself, Jamie. So uh, most of the time for me, it's trout fishing up in the, in the um, Intermountain West. But uh, yeah, what a, what, a, what a great time. You'll have to follow me on Twitter and check out uh, some of my fishing pictures from time to time. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Hey, well, so Jamie, I wanted to ask also, um, you know, back to the business side, what do you think are maybe one of the most important things you're currently working on right now? How are you going to make that happen? In other words, how are you going to really generate the, the next step of growth for your company? Well, we just came back from the HR Tech Conference in Las Vegas uh, earlier this month. And I think what is front of mind for, for me and for the leadership team right now is that this industry is changing rapidly. Um, there was, I think, gosh, $3 billion invested in HR tech in the first two quarters of this year alone. Um, I think the, the annual spend that I was hearing is six to, I'm sorry, five to six billion. So that's a lot of money that's pouring in um, to different facets of HR tech. And at this conference, um, there were close to 500 vendors that were exhibiting their software, whether it's engagement software, talent, HCM. And what really surprised me is that there were new, more new vendors exhibiting than there were returning exhibitors. So a lot of money, a lot of innovation, and a lot of new vendors uh, are entering the market. So I think for us, staying engaged in this market, understanding where it's going and staying ahead of the curve is our largest strategic initiative. It's moving so fast that we've got to be sure we stay engaged and on top of the movement in the industry. That's great advice and, and really a great point of view, I think, Jamie. So, you know, it's been wonderful to visit with you today. We don't want to take your whole morning, but I do want to say thanks. And I, and I want to just recap for our listeners some of the things I picked up from, from our, our discussion today. The first is don't be afraid to reach out for some help, an executive coach, or, or uh, read a, a great book or something of that nature. Um, listen more and talk less. Uh, grow your organization from within where feasible. Uh, hire very carefully, engage your employees on a personal level, have some fun together, um, you know, rise early, get going in the day, and then take some time to decompress at the end of the day, you know, treat yourself right, uh, follow your passions, and, you know, the work-life balance you talked about with fishing was is a great takeaway, and then, you know, let's keep up with the market. You know, we have a very complex industry, the, the world's moving fast, technology's growing quickly, uh, we, we've got to be a, a real knowledge base for our clients. And those are some of the things I've learned. Sharon, anything you'd add to that? 
No, I think you'd had a great recap there. And I know that our listeners are going to be so appreciative of all of those helpful tidbits of um, advice from, you know, an incredible leader in our industry. So thank you again so much for being on the podcast. I, I think one thing that our listeners would love to know is, A, Jamie, where can they find those you know, pictures on your Twitter feed. So what is the, your Twitter handle? And, you know, if they want to keep up with BTR, where do they go to keep up with BTR as an organization? Absolutely. And we would love that. Um, first would be our website. It's um, bentechre.com, B-E-N-T-E-C-H-R-E.com. And that is our Twitter handle as well. So please follow us. Um, hope you enjoy some of the pictures that we'll have coming out. Um, we just produced an HR Tech recap, so you can uh, view that there as well, too. Perfect. All right. Well, we Fantastic. will be sure. Yes, we'll be sure to put those URLs and links in the show notes as well. But again, thank you so much, Jamie. It was such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Sharon, and thank you, Don. I enjoyed the time together today. You bet. Well, this has been uh, Don Garlitz and Sharon Morrissey of B-Swift on the BeWise podcast. And our special guest, Jamie Hawkins of BTR, or Benefits Technology Resources, has been with us today. Thanks so much for your time. That's a wrap for our episode today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to BeWise wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share with friends and colleagues. I'm Sharon Morrissey. And I'm Don Garlitz, and on behalf of B-Swift, thanks for listening to Be Wise.